All right, Kevin Windham, qualifying uh, race number one's over. I mean, what'd you think? You know, it's sloppy. You just said the start was a mess. Well, we had a bad draw, and uh, not to make excuses, but uh, we, we needed to have everything kind of go in our favor and, instead of out of, out of it. And uh, went into the first turn pretty far back, uh, but there was well, chaos, man. It's just so – I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. And um, even though I've done, you know, six weeks of training coming up to this and riding, there's nothing like that gate dropping. And, and uh, you know, I, as so many retired people do, you, you lose that uh, – that that mentality that this is my last race, you know, yeah, like they're, yeah. they're riding like like this is it, you know, and we it's time to go, and it's not even really the. Of course, you have to qualify again in the Mars A main and all that stuff, uh, but the minute we're just riding like like no tomorrow, you know, there's the last day, and uh, I'm not real comfortable with that. And uh, sure. so anyway, kind of got jockeyed back and forth, and was actually in qualifying position. I think maybe 17th or 18th, and I actually went down, and uh, I think wound up coming home 21st. So. I, you know, I, look, I thought I was going to be a 15th place guy. That's kind of what I was hoping for. You know, we're outside of that with a fall and a, and a really bad start. And, uh, so realistically, yeah, yeah, you, you probably know. were about where you thought. Yeah, possibly. So, you know, I, um, I, we're, we're, I'm happy. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what, you know, I didn't really have any real expectations. So, I mean, the fans are behind us. Definitely. And, and, and that's, uh, <clears throat> that's amazing. So, we'll see what Sipes can do. Um, I know Travis is kind of struggling. Uh, the damn two-stroke is, uh, you know, probably a bad decision, but he loves it and he's yeah. very comfortable riding it. Um, but between that and, uh, you know, we can got one throwaway, and I'm right on the cuff. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, Sipes can have a good motor here coming up. Yeah, he's good in the mud, so I think he will. But um, you know, just as an overall experience, you know, your family's here, back competing again. You know, I mean, is, is it, are you having a good experience, enjoying it, and just feeling the the, the mojo a little bit just of, of being at a race? Yeah, my kids are having a blast, yeah. and. Uh, you know, I, I, sometimes you need that, especially yep. with your 15 and 13 year old daughters. When dad starts losing the cool factor, you know, maybe, maybe I can maybe I can piggyback on this for a little yeah, while. Yeah, see everybody and, coming and up to you, pictures. Be, be cool in their eyes for a couple of months, maybe Absolutely. after this. But I'm sure it'll it'll dwindle away, and I'll just become uh, old dad like normal that always just says no or gives them a hard time. But I'm glad they can see it. You know, two of, two of my oldest two, and and even my son who's 11 now. You know, they they kind of remember. Yeah. Uh, my baby doesn't. Uh, who's uh, will be nine in a week eight right now she doesn't uh, really remember too much about it so they're having a good time and you know I think yeah they're they're in tune with the sport we watch it every weekend and they know how awesome these these people are and I think uh, can appreciate that maybe I was there at one point in my life so you know it's an honor to be here I you know an entire career I only got to do this four times yeah uh, well actually I got invited four times once uh, September 11th happened yeah. once I broke my collarbone and I had a replacement there in John Dowd and then uh, lost in Brazil and won it in Ernay in 2005 so you know, it's hard to get to these things, and uh, having an opportunity to do it for Puerto Rico and raise some money, you know, it's kind of, in ways, it's bigger than whatever our results are. You know, the, the fans are pumped on it. We're, I'm, we're giving it our all. It is what it is, and, uh, you know, we're, we're riding against the baddest people on planet Earth, so. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, I know you want to get down and watch the next race, so I uh, think you give me a few minutes of your time. Appreciate it. All right, at the Honda factory rig, Cole Seeley's here hanging out. You got to watch yesterday with uh, the qualifiers. You know, what did you think of yesterday, and what do you expect out of today? I think we're going to turn this around. Yeah, no, I think I think today is definitely the day to shine. Um, I mean, obviously we want to do well in the qualifying, but had some uh, some minor bad luck. But it's good to get it out of the way now and and uh, and move on. And yeah, Barsha looked really strong yesterday in the in the MX3 class. Um, Eli before his bike had the malfunction, he was going good, making moves to the forward. I think I think yesterday was a good idea to kind of study the you know the new competition that none of these guys are racing you know all year long. Um, yeah. You got to learn their ways of 
their lines, learn uh, where to pass, where to be patient and all that. Um, so I think yesterday was just a big learning day for the team. Um, but man, these, it's raining again and, and uh, these Euros are fast in the, in the mud. They did not slow them down one no. bit. Um, so First time I've seen it in real life and it just a little unreal. Yeah, as, as much as we have a home court advantage, they equally have advantage being uh, so talented in the mud. So yeah, we definitely got our work cut out for us. Um, but, uh, you know, crazy stuff happens on days like today. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a good day of, of racing. I'm, re I'm really excited. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be fun to watch for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you came out here. I mean, are you uh, a little bit glad you're not having to race because of the conditions? Or does it you just want, would rather just be racing? I'd rather be racing. Yeah. Uh, anytime I'm at the track and then I'm not racing, it's it's tough. It's, it's always hard to, you know, like, I don't know, just watch and yeah, observe. Yeah. You know, you feel like you're, like, judging everyone yeah, else. I could have done that better. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's hard, but yeah, I mean, uh, on a day like today is a little different. You're sure, like, sure. oh, you just think of all the mud prep that the team and you and yeah. everybody on your side have to do, and it's really it, you can you can prep your helmet and goggles and everything as as well as you want. You're still gonna get muddy. You're still gonna have malfunctions. Just uh, it, it complicates stuff. So it's uh, I don't know. I, I do love Red Bull. It's my favorite track for sure. I think. I speak for a lot of riders when I say that. Yeah. I think I think this is definitely, uh, you know, around you know the the scene. This is definitely our, our favorite track, and and um, I think that helps. You know, definitely. that was definitely motivating for the guys. Like, oh, uh, you know, love this track. Love the the fan base here is obviously second to none. Um, so definitely gonna play a few things playing in our favor, but these guys are fast in the rain, so it's uh, it's pretty equal. It's gonna be exciting. Nicole, thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time. Yeah, thank you. All right, we're catching up with Dottie Wyndham. We're at MX of Nations. How does it feel to be back at the track after all these years? I've seen pretty much everybody that we've encountered and met in our whole world of racing yeah. in one weekend. It's been amazing. We got to see the whole Yamaha team at the dinner that we started with. And uh, just the Henrys and the Dowds and the Stanton and... Um, Everybody, the Bradshaws. It was, yeah. it was, it was just everything's been so amazing. The fans have been un unbelievable. You're just feeling the love, and it's really been just awesome. Oh, I've seen it on your faces all weekend. Just, I can see the joy of being back. You know, it's been a few years, and you've been with Kevin since you guys were teenagers. So, I mean, you've experienced the whole ride with him—the ups, the downs, the injuries. I mean, I know there was probably a time where you were ready to be out of it. You were ready to be done with the traveling, but. Would, would this be something like if, if you could come back and do it again, let's say next year, like if he could have, you know, would that be something you'd like to do for just a little while and just re-experience it again, or are you kind of one week in a year is good? You know, I think I think one week in a year is pretty good, <laughs> yeah. but um, just just the whole the the cause made it even more special yeah, too. Yeah. So you know, we're at that point. You know, like it has to be something special. So it it. Uh, just to, to be able to be able to represent, of course, you know, Puerto Rico is a part of the United yeah, States, yeah, so sure. you know that made it nice too, you know, special. And I don't know, I, I, if to do stuff like this is is easy, yeah, you yeah. know, to yeah, actually go out and just be racing is a whole different thing. Sure. So, well, and Kevin mentioned yesterday the kids are older now, so they're really getting to see. You know, hey, their dad's pretty cool. Right. You're pretty rad on a bike. Uh, I remember seeing you at Freestone, you know, years ago, and they were so young they didn't really understand. 
have they expressed openly, like at night, holy crap, this is really cool, or what, what are their thoughts? Uh, you know, my oldest daughter has pretty much shadowed Kevin all weekend long, and they have just, they get to experience it a little bit sometimes when we go certain places and do certain things, but um, to, to see, my son has just, he said, he's like his biggest fan, you know, That's he's neat. wearing his jacket that doesn't even fit him, and he's just, you know. <laughs> He got to go with him in the tower to watch yesterday, and it was just cute. Kevin was taking videos of him watching the starts and stuff, and yeah. it was just the, the it's been amazing. My little one, uh, Elizabeth, is you know saying, "I can't." How do people know who I am? You know, and, right? I, and, and so as you know, it's really been cute. Annabelle, my oldest one, uh, well, my second to oldest, she's taking it all in too. So it's really been. They, they are. They're in, they're in shock. They're like, everybody's cheering for Dad. Yeah, yeah. Probably so. even more so than, like, the, the, the USA team. Right. I mean, that's some, on our show, that's been some of the biggest talk is to see Travis and Kevin back at the track. Like, we'll never get that again, probably. That's right. I mean, it is it is something that is almost like a dream, mm -hmm. you know. It's, it's very surreal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're right. You probably won't never right. see that again, so. It's well, pretty special. Well, I'm, I'm honored to get to talk to you guys, and I'm so glad I got to make it up here and see it. And thank you for coming out. And you guys need to come back over to Swan one of these days and do a pro challenge maybe next year. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. I'm here with uh, Jeffrey Hurlings. Uh, how are you liking Red Bud so far? It's really muddy and nasty, but, uh, I mean, you're one of the most talented riders in the world, so. No, actually, it's fun. I mean, it's just a shame of the weather. But I think the track has been uh, has been suiting up pretty well. Um, even we were out first this morning, and the track was pretty good. So uh, uh, very looking forward to qualifying later on the day, and then uh, to get ready to race on tomorrow. You know, it's going to be uh, hopefully dry tomorrow, and then we'll get some normal racing going on. Yeah, I hope so. And I think you were the first one to pull the trigger on Larocco's lead, weren't you? No, I did. I didn't pull the trigger yet oh, because I was like, it. I didn't see anyone doing this. So I was like. I don't want to be the first one doing it, and I'm probably, probably yacht sell it. So I was like, nah, I'm fine, I'll wait. Till <laughs> somebody did it, and I thought they said over the intercom that you had tried, but somebody cased it really hard. But oh, yeah. they did, so yeah. uh, then it's good it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So obviously, you know, I'm from America, so we all talk about, you know, who's better, Eli or Hurlings, but yeah. that's impossible to tell in one race, or even probably over a se season, who's better. I mean, it's on any given day, but what do you think about that argument? Do you even think it's a there's any reason to have that argument i mean to judge on one event is not really fair i would say i mean like depend especially this event because we don't have a normal gate pick let's say you know the mx2 boys or the open open class guys you know so and then with the rainy situation and those guys you know preparing for monster cup and supercross was coming up soon and we're just coming out of our season so it, it's hard to judge on, on one race but uh at least we're going to do our best try to go out and uh you know podium with the team hopefully that's our main goal you know it's a team event first yes. of all and then second of all we try to do as good as possible individually uh would be awesome of course to get a win but uh yeah we'll see you know we're gonna do our best and we'll see how it, things will turn out that next sort of answers my next question of if you if you have a chance you say you're second and eli's first yeah but you know that your team could get the overall would you be willing to back it down and just stay in second or do you want to be eli no matter what no i want to beat him like yes. I, I i would definitely you know uh think about the team but you know it would also give us another point and i think sure. like if i just race my full 100 percent, it's less dangerous than just playing it on save and try to not take any risks so i just prefer to just go out and 
and fight as hard as I can and obviously go to 100%, not over. I never yes. want to go over. So if, if I need to go over to try to match the speed, no, definitely not. But in case I can just, you know, be on 100% and, and in a low risk level, then I would, yeah, definitely try to put up the fight and try to go for the win. It's, it's important to you. That's good. I like yeah. that. Um, so watching the GPs a little bit, you and Cairoli, especially you, seem to just elevate the sport every year. Like you do these amazing things, amazing line choices. You flow, you hop, you bunny hop over little jumps. Is there ever a point when you're out on the track that you're like, okay, this is getting too fast? No, nah, this year with Tony, it went fast. I mean, he's one of the most talented riders as well, currently racing. He's a nine-time world champion. He won like 85 GP wins. So he's uh, he's, he's you know he's the icon in the uh, icon in the sport and. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's hard to beat a guy like that. So yeah. yeah, really have to be on top of your game every weekend. But you know, I've won 17 out of the 19 GPs which I raised this year. You know, I skipped one because of a uh, injury, but uh, I think I was the best regarding the world championship. But now it's an in the, like now it's a different race, and we, we race for our teams and for our nations. So um, yeah, it was sometimes it went it did went fast, but that's why you know both of us we had multiple injuries during the year, and right. I think Tony had a few more than I had. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's for a reason, you know. Sure. Uh, last question is, you know, do you think you would ever try to come over to the U.S. and run the series for just a season? No, normally it's not planned because I, I have 2019 and 20 contract with Red Bull KTM and an option for 2021 and it's all for racing, you know, the World Championship. So by then I'll be 25, 26 something, so it would be a bit too late. But, uh, uh, no, no intentions of coming to race here full time. Okay, well, hey, I really appreciate you giving me a few minutes of your time and honored to, to get to watch you in person because what you do is amazing. Thank you, man. Appreciate Thank it. Staying here with Christian Craig. Uh, so it's a muddy, sloppy mess here at Redbud for the MX of Nations. Qualifiers didn't go super, but, you know, it's just qualifiers. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is my first of Nations uh, ever going to and attending, so always wanted to go to one, but, you know, just never made it happen. And obviously it's a goal of mine to, uh, to be on a team one day. Um, still have some chances left to do that, so um, I, you know it's a it's a cool experience for sure. Um, you know I feel like it's kind of like a Euro scene this weekend here, yeah. right? but um, the weather, the people, you know you almost feel like you're in you're in England or something. So um, I'm having fun though. This is cool. Me and Cole actually came out just a, a guy's trip just for the couple days, so um, we're having a blast. We're just cruising around, meeting all the fans and. And uh, cheering on Team USA, they had a, they had a tough day yesterday. Um, not the best results, you know. Tomac with the bike breaking, but you know that's part of it. Where we're in the A main, and and today is what counts. So we'll Definitely. see. What do you think about like the, the the whole aspect of it being a team race? Like, you know, maybe the win. You don't have to necessarily get the moto win. Sometimes it's more mental. Maybe you step back and just look for the overall. Yeah, and I think that's what they'll look at today. Um, I mean, uh, you always, as a racer, you always want to go for the win, but um, you got to look at this race differently. Um, if you're in position, like I would say, Barsha um, kind of played it safe yesterday. I think he could have really pushed it if he needed to and got that win. But then he's he was they were counting on him to get a good yeah. moto finish. So um, you know he. You see those riders do that. You know, if they're in a good position, they'll stay there and, and not really push it. So, um, either it plays in the fans' favor or it doesn't. So, yeah. we'll see how that works out today. All right, Christian, I'm gonna let you get back to enjoying your day. Thank you. All right, the MX of Nations is over. We're standing here with Courtney Lloyd, Team Canada. How was the weekend for you? Are you happy with it? You know, I mean, you had some good rides and just pretty fun weekend for me. How about you? Yeah, it was a really good weekend. We were coming into qualifying. We were kind of unsure. Jesse's never been here before, so you never really know where you're going to stand with a new rider. But 
they killed it yesterday. And today we had some injuries. Colton hurt his shoulder yesterday. Jesse hurt his shoulder in the first moto, and Tyler hit his head in his first moto. Uh, so coming into the final moto, we didn't even know if Tyler could ride. So I'm stoked he went out there and gave it his all. Colton gave it his all, and we're coming out of here two positions better than last year, and yeah. we had a lot to deal with this today. So sure. I'm stoked. Yeah, I mean, Jess coming in his first race, I'm sure it was a first MX of Nations. I'm sure it was a lot to take in, a lot to handle. But it seemed, I mean, he, hell, he had a hell of a ride yesterday, and just I, I love watching those guys fight through. Yeah, like with Jess, he, he's done a lot of Supercross, so he kind of knows the steel great stuff. But it, as far as the format is concerned, it's really hard to even explain it until yeah. you're here in the gate pick, like their you know their strategies and that. And I leave that up to the riders because it's, it's them out there, not me. So it's um. I think it's awesome. I wanted to get in the top ten. I really, really like being on that fancy board. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> on the video game and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, I'm stoked. Well, and this is your third year as a team manager. Has it gotten any easier? Yes and no. Um, the politics have gotten a lot worse just because we didn't we didn't go when I first started. So people were just stoked that we were going. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, I know we're going, so I want this and this. So it's a little bit different. This year was cool because we had fans here, and so that made the whole experience completely yeah. different than I've ever de dealt with before. Like, we had a big hospitality thing, and fans bought packages, and they got to hang out with us all weekend. So the coordinating of that was completely different than I've ever done before, so it kind of added more to my plate. But I've got such a good team behind me of people. Like, they run tracks at home every single weekend, so they just, it, it's been unreal. Right. And then Kevin, who was originally on the team, and ended up, he was injured. He showed up and got to hang out a little bit. What did that mean having him here for you? It means a lot to me, Kevin. He's honestly, he's one of my friends, and people know that. And um, when he couldn't come, it was really disheartening. But he, to, for him to come here and show his support for the boys, and, you know, he just announced his retirement on Thursday, so it's already an emotional thing for him. So for him to still come, he, I know he was second-guessing it because of all the questions. And But he grew up with these guys. They all grew up together racing in Canada, and we're a very tight-knit world. And, you know, it just shows how classy of a person Kevin Benoit truly is. Right, and that's, that's why I talked to all your guys last Tuesday on the show. And, like, what I see with the Canadian series is it's a family. People have to hang out afterwards. You might have your scuffles on the track, but they're all hanging out in the trucks, and they're all buddies. And it, I, I use the word more laid back than the American series, but it's not really accurate. I don't think it, it's not. I don't mean it as a negative. It's just it seems a lot more like local moto where everybody's cool and hangs out and. I wish I could get to some of those races. Yeah, it's. I don't think laid back is the right term, but there right. isn't really a term for it. Like when you go to our national series, almost every rider that's riding is in the wrong pit, like eating food and <laughs> right, hanging right, out. Right. And they, you know, we are we're very small. Like there's a couple hundred of us probably in the whole entire series, and we travel every weekend, and we're you know we're all camping together, and it's just at the hotels at night and so it's it's a completely different vibe than the US and so when we come here and we can rent a house for all of us we can be under one truck it, it we are a family unit up in Canada and I'm really proud of that yeah and I know it seems like it's a little bit smaller and we don't have three pits to have three semis but like this is how we want it and I think this, this is, is how it should be thank I think you. all the countries should be in the same truck that's what I yeah think. and I think it's cool and I know it's not possible for every country Sponsor, just you know based yeah. on sponsors and stuff but all of our sponsors are so good they understand that yeah. like on this weekend every year this is what we're doing and we're all together and and they appreciate like they were all here today and they appreciate what we're doing and it, there's no drama there it's just sure. it's just cool i like that a lot and your your series is going to continue to grow especially with you know the triple crown series the way it's first year seemed really good a few little issues it's going to get better some of the american riders coming up i know phil nicoletti's coming up maybe a couple others but it's it's growing because it is such a good series absolutely and it, you know justin um from jetworks they took over last year and so they're doing their thing um mrc sorry jetworks is yeah. another company yeah. and um yeah so it's it's 
I got distracted. <laughs> the series is growing and it's getting more recognizable. The social media is a lot stronger than it used to be. So there's people that, you know, we have live streaming, which we never had before. So people can watch it live. It's not like later on down the road. So Canada is in a good spot right now, I feel like, in moto. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being so hospitable to me. You guys fed me this weekend, and I'm just, you know, I'm an American, so you took care of me anyway, and I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for your time and always supporting me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right, I'm standing here with Mrs. Tomac. She's uh, cold and it's rainy, and, uh, you know, we've had an interesting qualifier yesterday. It's Sunday for the day of the A-Main, and just how, how have you felt about the weekend overall for you just being here? Oh, I love the spirit that we, you know, as a USA country that we can put out and for the folks and um, as far as just that camaraderie of the team, that's what's super fun for everybody and um, I don't know, I just like having the family here and just keeping the smile going. Yeah. That's, and that's really a good thing that, uh, like, a parent can have here. You know, if the rider's having a good day or a bad day, having that support system, uh, you know, whether it be girlfriend, mom, dad, you know, it's really important. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's either the best thing is just to keep them all happy, you know, <laughs> if they do have that bad day. But um, as a parent and as, a, and as other being an old athlete, you just have to keep positive. Right. Now, your husband, John, was a superstar mountain bike racer. So you've been through this for years, but now Eli is a superstar in the motocross, supercross world. Um, fans always, you know, trying to get his attention. Media always trying to get his attention. Pressure from the team, you know, trying to win championships. But, you know, how, what does this mean, his career to you, that, you know, you guys have supported him since he was a young kid, and now he's at the elite level and handling it very well, winning championships? Oh, definitely. And John asked him when, like, he was 12, 13, hey, buddy, you have an opportunity to do really well at this sport, and you need to tell us if you want to do this. And it was neat that John gave him that option, not yeah. just saying, we're going to race this and that, and, you know, we have to be here and there. And I think that really helped just because John was a professional athlete yes. and um, didn't it. put the pressure on him. Yeah. And I think that humbles makes him more humble that way and appreciates us as a family that we weren't the the pressurized you know parents to put him in that cooker right to like all right you know if you don't perform then you know you're not the good guy but yeah he just he said no I want to do it and that's where we did we just kept supporting him through that so and I talked to Eli about this at uh, Millville as media, as keyboard warrior fans, everybody has their opinions, and everybody likes to tear down the top guys. You know, they, um, some of the criticism sometimes is, well, Eli makes these little mistakes here and there, or he takes a long time to get going. And I talked to him about it, and he, you know, he said, well, I'm not going to just jump right back up and get landed on. I'm trying to be smart, and that makes a lot of sense to me. But when when the fans or the media have negative things to say about Eli. Does that bother you or do you just like you don't even pay any attention to it? Nope. If you notice my husband doesn't even have a social media yeah. site. Um, he has some great followers through the mountain biking and he is not a scuttlebutt guy. And so he's always telling me, do not read that you know Yeah. It's crap. I guess it is crap or whatever it, it, it you want to say. Yes. And it's mostly folks that haven't been in that situation. And I think that the people need to realize that 
it's a whole different deal when it's a whole different animal when you're on that bike and you're risking your life and just like you said he said I'm not gonna get up and get landed on he's very smart that way he's not gonna take a risk he doesn't want to crash just like you don't want to see him crash but he's also sensible that he wants to win races yeah I, I think his Race intelligence is probably going to give him a much longer career, and yeah, you're right. Like if if I was to criticize him, I've I've never been in that situation, so I can't say it. But that's just the way, our, unfortunately, our society is these days. Um, so you know, we're going to go to the A main here in a little while. Yesterday didn't go perfect, but we're we're going to have a good day. I really believe. You think mentally that you know, the the big talk, of course, is Eli. Hurlings, who's better? Who can, you know? We're like really, who cares? It's one race, but can Eli back it down and, and finish second if that's what it takes for the team, or do you think he really wants to beat Hurlings? Do you think he even thinks about it? Yeah, as it really said, he's not yeah. that kind of guy. Right. You know, he he respects everybody as a pro, and he doesn't want to degrade anybody. You know, that's what's really neat about Eli that nobody knows. You know, like, he respects all of them, which is really neat, you know. And he respects Jeffrey, and Jeffrey is an awesome rider. Like, it's really fun to watch. Yeah. And nothing to take away from any of the U.S. guys, but that guy is another gnarly level guy. Agreed, agreed. All right, so my last question is, is there anything about Eli that you would like us to know that maybe the general public doesn't know because he keeps it to himself? He's pretty much a, a safety guy. When you go on vacation, he wants to make sure everybody is, you know, okay. And if everybody's, you know, like, for a late pal, make sure you have your life preserver on. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. He's like old man. I, I, yeah, it's like super cool. That's awesome. So um, he thinks about, you know, mom and dad, and he thinks about our family. And, you know, it's just not like he doesn't put this big crown on his head and walk around and yeah he's not selfish he's, no self-absorbed I, yeah. I can see that with him the yep. little bit i've talked to him yeah and he's very respectful to me and john as far as what we've had to you know do for him but mm -hmm. it's it's like putting him through college i would have had to probably we paid a little bit more for sure but <laughs> um look what he got to do for himself yeah. you know and and he respects that and he has thanked us over and over well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for a little bit of your yep. time on such a busy day.